Alright folks, long time no see. This is episode 21, Mountains to Bayou's podcast, coming to you semi-live from the B-Secker household residence closed air podcast studio in Seth's pretty nice basement here that he's getting together. Yeah. Putting things together. Um, This episode is... We'll just get our sponsorships out of the way here because no one likes to listen to sponsorships. <laughs> this episode 21 is brought to you fake by Black Rifle Coffee, our official coffee fake sponsor tonight of episode 21. The reason uh, we're not sponsored by a fake beer company this episode... Is because I'm in the midst of 75 hard and Seth's just behaving himself. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't feel like being out of commission tomorrow. (laughs) So we are going to be sober, hopefully not too boring, drink a cup of coffee here. It's going on 9.30. We've been burning it down, burning daylight. And um, yeah, but we're happy to be back. It's 2022. January 26th. January 26th. Yeah. 2022. That's crazy. When did we start this? 2018? Yeah. I think it was 2018. That's a pretty piss poor record that yeah. we've gotten 21 episodes in four years. So we're averaging one episode a year. <laughs> yeah. So next time you hear from us in 2023. Yeah. Oh, man. It feels good to be back, though, dude. It's been way too long and i think we have another episode that we have recorded but we haven't got up yet just for some technical issues yeah and i haven't even seen you in it's been a while i haven't hung out in quite a while yeah we didn't get to hunt together at all this year which is probably the first time that's happened in the last i don't know when did you move up here from br 16 yeah so the last five six years we didn't hunt one time not, together not one thing not doves not squirrels how, we have some time on squirrels yet. how did that happen well you went elk hunting okay for 10 days that was before the season even started that's here. true that was like dove season so <laughs> no excuse so no excuse and then I, I don't know you're like you're really focused on your job right now so you never want to hunt why are you putting this all on me <laughs> No, I don't know how it happened. So we we moved, we bought a new house, and we're moving like the first part of October and getting set up. And then it seemed like every Saturday, like when when you were free to hunt and you invite me to go hunting, I had something. Or if I was free, you weren't hunting. Then I I don't know, dude. And then you went to Nebraska, which is this is something we can talk about a little bit later. But then you went to Nebraska and really screwed the annual doe hunt. I don't know why you choose to go to Nebraska. Again, (laughs) putting it all on me. So, oh, and then during the middle of the rut in bow season, you go duck hunting for a couple of days. So, it sounds like it was all your fault. Valid point. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much you want to talk about this, but, uh, you know, you were pretty committed to hunting here. Yeah, yeah. that's And weren't leaving here for any reason. Yeah, I mean, let's get down to so it. So I'm going to go on a record here and say several olive branches were extended they by were. me to hunt full Saturdays during the rut. Yeah. I was and actually, I was turned down. <laughs> I was actually starting to get a little bit so nervous. Don't was, put all this evil on me right now. 
I was in that spot where I'm like, dang, if I say no one more time, he might never ask me again. We were nearing the point of no <laughs> return. But yeah, which, which is definitely a thing because if you yeah, invite you, somebody long enough and, and they, they keep saying no, yeah, at some point you're not going to invite them. Yeah, you just say, well, I'm not going to invite him. Why am I going to do that to myself? Yeah. So we can we can jump right into the 2021. So I think the last podcast we recorded was like mid October. I I think so. We we were living here, which we moved in like right the first of October. So bow season was really ramping up. Maybe hunted a few times, I think. Um, and then yeah, Clay. So man, I started getting into some really good encounters with bucks, and I'm like, I don't want to leave here. I just got to keep putting in my time. Clayton's like, why don't you come hunt? I'm like, man, I just saw this buck. And, and this. you were hunting kind of one deer. Yeah, exactly. And I boogered that up, which I could tell that story here, but that's why we didn't hunt together. So we still have a chance to do some squirrel hunting, maybe sneaking a late season squirrel hunt here. And I even invited you squirrel hunting last weekend and your wife had to have a birthday. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm just saying, yeah, if anybody's looking good here, it's me. Yeah, it's definitely all on me <laughs> now that I think about it, but... <laughs> Hopefully we can get out, get over, and maybe do some wood chopping and ah. shoot a couple of squirrels, maybe hang out for a day. And yep. I, yeah, man, it's getting to be that time of year where there's going to be nothing to do. We're about to be in transition 30 right yeah, now. Yeah, like January, I don't know, holidays, hunting season, late season kind of finishes up, and then February, and it's just like, because deer season officially went out, what, the 15th? 17th. 17th? Okay, yeah, you. that's right. You had told, invited me over on the 15th. <laughs> that was Emma's birthday. Yeah. It's all coming back to me now. And yeah. the truth comes out. So anyway, <laughs> let's rewind back. So we, we covered, so when we get the other podcast up, we covered your elk hunt. So mm-hmm. listen to episode 20. We'll get that up. Listen to episode 20 to see how that goes for Clayton. But then we roll into the rut. Spoiler alert, it went well. <laughs> <laughs> I got some elk chorizo in my freezer. Thanks, Clay. Uh, yeah. So, um, man, I, I had this new property I was hunting. I was having some good encounters, and I was hunting one deer. I mean, not really. I mean, I'm an opportunist. I'm not going to, you know, lie about it. But there was one deer I was hoping to cross paths with, and, and it was like, the first week of November, the last week of October, I boogered it up on a morning. Just, I, I did not expect to see this deer where I was hunting. I had not seen him on this part of the property. It was like 8.30. I, sh- it, I just totally made an amateur mistake. I stood up. I was not looking behind me. I stood up, turned around, and there this buck is looking at me 30, 35 yards. Picks me up right away. Knows what I am. I'm like sick to my stomach because it's a nice deer for where I'm hunting. It's one of the nicer bucks in the area and he boogers, not bad, but he knew something was up and that kind of just lit something in me where I just didn't want to really leave. I just wanted to hunt this out, see how it went. I think that was the only time I saw him from the stand, but I was getting pictures. I saw him a couple of times, you know, throughout the, the days leading into the rut. So I was really focused on hunting that deer and then, man, I went I went like uh i missed a buck i'm trying to remember back to november i missed a buck that i wasn't sure if i wanted to shoot and then i decided i was going to shoot him and then i missed a chip shot at freaking 16 yards he was on my mock scrape i shoot right over his back and so after i boogered this big deer i missed this deer and i'm like ready to quit hunting pretty much at this point um but i'm having a good season 
and that was um that was the first full week of november i think that was around the seventh or something like that i missed that buck um you were duck hunting i think you were just getting back from duck hunting at this point in the season i thought you were over hunting this place yeah we had talked about that about i got to be really careful going into it and by this point, I <laughs> like 20 times here. Every day. <laughs> yeah, but I kept seeing bucks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I just kept being, and I was trying to be smart about it. I'm hunting a smaller property, 40-acre property, and but I was being strategic. Like, I was hunting a lot, but I felt like I was not really impacting it all. I was making sure I was hunting the right access on the mornings and evenings, and I don't feel like the deer really were on to me. They might have been. Who knows? They probably were, but... I was being as smart as I could be with still hunting a lot, mm-hmm. which, as it turned out, worked out. So we're rolling in to the second, I guess the second full week of November it was. I think I shot my buck on the 13th, and like on the 11th, I had a really good encounter with another good buck, just 30 yards. He, he didn't pick the other trail or whatever, couldn't get a shot at him. So... 13th rolls around that's the day i shot my buck on last year i'm having good encounters like i can't leave this ridge i am seeing shooter after shooter. it's just a matter of time so i I go back to the ridge i've been hunting uh had a first thing in the morning i look up above me in the field see this buck chasing a doe watch him chase his doe on and around me for like two hours and then I'm like, it's just a matter of time because I got all the bedding down here. Eventually, I said to myself, he's going to push his doe down here. Well, he does, runs around me, can't get a shot, and then they go. I think they're out of my life. And an hour and a half later, here he comes over my right shoulder and gives me a shot. I make a bad shot. And, you know, it's just like, oh, my goodness. Luckily, I get another arrow into him. He kind of, I shot him back, hit him back, but he like turned and ran towards me. Didn't know what it was. Got another arrow knock, was able to get a shot in. Actually, the second shot was was pretty good. It was back, but he was pretty much walking away from me. And it got up and he only went 30 or 40 yards from there. And, and I watched him go down and had to wait him out a bit, but it worked out and I got the buck. So I had a great bow season. Great bow season. Great bow season. I've seen... Lots of bucks, had close encounters, missed a buck, screwed a, would have been the biggest buck I ever killed or close to it probably. Yeah, for sure, screwed that encounter up and then ended up killing a nice, what I would call Pennsylvania 8-point, 16, 16 half inch. Uh, tickled, just tickled. 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 So Great buzz season on your first year on the property. Yeah, so I guess. What else can you ask for? Yeah. You I, didn't even know what was here? <laughs> no, we bought this place in uh august moved in beginning end of september i was like yeah i might see it i remember talking to you i'm like yeah, i might see a deer every now and mm-hmm. then and so to to kill a deer on your own dirt man it was it was awesome That's i mean very very cool and had chase here to go out on the recovery with me and my wife like we went out and got the deer together like it was it was a yeah something i'll never forget so that's kind of one of those moments when you realize there's more to it yeah i could have walked up when you're sitting there with your kid yeah i mean I could have walked up on a six point and I've been like, this is awesome. Right. You know, I mean, probably wouldn't have been as happy, but I was pumped. Chase is probably going to like too young, was too young to probably ever remember that. Yeah. Just from memory. But when you're old, like that's one of those things. Did you print out a picture of that? Mm Mm-hmm. When, when, you know, 
mm. like a Christmas 30, 40 years from now and you're sitting there and it's like, here's my dad and me sitting there with the buck he shot in our first, you know. Yeah. First year we moved into the property. That'll be a pretty cool. Thing. That's that's a, it's fun to look back at old photos. It's I'm cool getting to, back into printing pictures. We've been now. printing a bunch of pictures yeah. out. How'd you say that? Because it's fun. Because yeah, I mean, going the last couple of years, I lost lost my grandfather, and like looking back at old pictures. Like I know I've sent you a couple pictures of old photos of him with mule deer and white tails. Is like having those like yeah they're on your phone they're in the cloud whatever but like seeing those old photographs is really cool i think you got to print the good ones out yeah because there's something about holding a picture too yeah and you never know i mean it's like all this other stuff that's electronics it's yeah. probably fine but like you never know when you're gonna lose those pictures yeah i mean what is the cloud you know, I don't like, know. you know it's on the cloud no it's... one knows it's, it's out there yeah your pictures are up in the sky <laughs> literally <laughs> literally they're no they're literally in a cloud <laughs> so yeah any, you had a yeah hellaciously good bow season good bow season man i tell you what and i mean i don't think we've really talked about it on the podcast but yeah i'm hunting my own property here where we live like beyond a dream dude like when you're growing up you always think man that'd be cool to like walk out of your basement someday and just go get in a tree stand and that was literally what i did all bow season. i hunted in my cabin a couple of times um actually the morning i shot my buck i was like man i need to get back up on the mountain i'm probably over hunting this i need you know the rut this is the week i'm going to the mountain and then two hours later i shot my deer or whatever but i mean to walk like i don't know it's it's been amazing it's been a fun three months or whatever we've been here it's been awesome so absolutely um couldn't ask for anything more it's yeah so that was yeah so that was my bosey i mean i hunted a lot i think i hunted 20 couple of times but it's so nice because you can jump out after work yeah. be in a stand 15 minutes hunt before work be at your desk in 15 like so was able to have a lot more flexibility around hunting and just picking when and where i you know can make my strike so, well one big advantage that you're gonna have and you've seen this firsthand with like me trying to go plant food plots and work it into your schedule and like find a weekend and get back to your family right i mean i'm literally running sometimes playing these right plots you'll be able to just in august you know cut out of work at 5 30 and go do two hours on your tractor you know and you can just kind of pick your way through it and do a little more each year and i mean it's you can have a little little heaven right here little well we were joking clayton helped me moved in and he's like man i'll probably never see you again and that's pretty much the last time i saw you that's pretty much the last time i saw you <laughs> but yeah man i'm looking forward to that i mean i have that down I dropped off some uh elk meat for christmas <laughs> yes, yeah thank you just to check to make sure i was still around just to make sure you're still around and yeah you know give you one more olive branch <laughs> like, yeah maybe we can hunt together it's sometime like, hey, man, if you ever want to hunt again there's this you can get this stuff <laughs> i'll bring this along yeah which i cooked those i cooked those um i think it was new year's eve we had come down with the covid that week and new year's eve i made those elk steaks you gave which were fantastic so good dude i was surprised at the amount of marbling i sent you that picture You're like those are some nice looking steaks and i was like <laughs> real nice looking steaks me and tolbert went on a squirrel hunt last weekend and um i thought we were gonna have more time to like have a cook a big lunch right but he had to get back so i took a bison steak and an elk steak no and i'm like we're gonna do a little pepsi challenge here yeah 
the elk steak shit on the bison. Steak. I believe it. I hundred percent believe it. Different cut, so it wasn't like sure, cut against apples cut. And apples, right? But the the elk was the loin chops, ah, son. Next level. I'm telling you, man, that elk that I cooked and a I just rutted bull. That was a rutted. You know, I don't know how to age an elk, but it was probably a three or four year old bull. Way back in the mountain. Way it's not back. Not like it in. was like corn fed. It's not a corn yeah. fed. This thing is eaten like lichen off the side of a hill. Yeah. And some berries. Delicious, man. Very good. Em and I were, I mean, we both raved about it. I mean, I just did it very simple salt, pepper, butter, cast iron skillet. Makes you want to go get another one. Yeah, dude, that, that was fantastic. So, um,. I mean, how we got there, but yeah. I had the exact opposite bow season as you. Yes, yeah, so let's do your bow season wrap. I don't know when we had, when we recorded number 20. I think it was pre-hunting season. It was, it was right at the beginning. It was it was in hunting season. It was in October? Yeah, it was in October. <clears throat> I don't remember a lot of my bow season other than I had, um, I passed several bucks, none of which I regret not shooting. Yeah. Um, there was one ginormous six point that mm. I wanted to kill from the time I got a trail cam picture of him. And remember, I had that one sit where it was now. like a yes. minute before legal light ended and he stepped out and I was like, golly, that thing's got a big body. Mm. I think this was in the first week of November, maybe. It was, it was, it was, it was in the rut. It was in the rut. And I was sitting in one of my best spots about a half a mile from where the last trail cam picture was I got of him. And mm. he stepped out, and I saw that fork, and I was just not in the right frame of mind to put two and two together with the size of his body. Yeah. You know? I mean, he looked like that thing. <laughs> he was, this deer's 200 pounds. And I don't say, say that, like, not knowing what 200 pounds is. Right. This deer is easily a buck 80. Right, right. Fully mature. For a PA, like, yeah. this thing's a diesel. Yeah. You saw his trail cam picture. I, I saw the trail cam. He looks like a steer. Looks like he has Coke bottles coming <laughs> out of his head. Yeah. But he's a six, and he's, like, 18, 19 inches inside with yeah. just, like, forks. Slob six. And I see a fork on the left, and I'm like, golly, that's a big fork point. <laughs> and it's getting real dark, but I can see top pin. And he's walking completely broadside. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, I can't shoot this thing ethically. I can't make out a point. I even glassed him from like 15 yards, <laughs> and I couldn't see his brow time. So I'm like, ah, let him walk. <laughs> Hard and pass. he turns directly away from me so that his butt's coming toward me. And I, and I see the width of his antlers and those two four-inch brows sticking up, and I'm like, no. Oh, dude, I remember you calling me he that was at, I mean, he was at probably... 12 yards basically the same shot you 12 yards broadside last year's buck pretty much <laughs> he was in the last year's buck's hoof prints he just came from the opposite going the, direction going the other way you could yeah i remember you telling me about that i'm like you gotta be kidding because that i mean i know you that was exactly what i said to myself aloud in the stand <laughs> you gotta be kidding me i mean deep down i wanted you to kill that buck so bad just because i wanted to put my hands on that rack yeah. i love like big big sixes big sixes dude like dude, he was a big six i mean that if that deer that deer had the frame to be like a 140 inch buck if he, he makes it i hope he's oh, a six next year <laughs> dude i don't even want him to have two no more heck no 
Just want to be able to recognize him. But, I mean, that deer's older than three. That just shows you, man, in the rut. You know what I mean? Oh, based on his body, so I So, he agree. might not get bigger than that. Not much. Just maybe some tine length and some more mass. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't... It got hazy after that. Work got busy. Life got busy. I feel like you didn't bow hunt as much as you... Well, I know you went on that duck hunt, like, right... Then this, I went on the duck hunt, yeah. the meat of the Like the, the 6th and the 7th of November or something like that. Yeah, it was the 8th or the 11th. Or, it was like the 8th to the 10th. Yeah. You know, it was with the customer, and man, we had a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it was Shot a, cool a bunch ex- of yeah. sea ducks, brand new experience. Yeah. I would recommend that to anybody. That was very fun. Yeah. But. Giving up the, like, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, any of those days. juice. Yeah, man. That's when you want to. The only reason I did it. I mean, it was a Tuesday to a Thursday, yeah. and it was with the customer, so it worked out really good. Yeah. I would have had a tough time going Thursday to Sunday. Bro, like oh, when yeah. I got a full day sit, the second week of November, I'd be like, mm. Yeah, well, Saturday <laughs> and Saturday is when I killed my buck, because I remember you got back. You didn't hunt Saturday morning. Okay. And you're driving over to hunt, like, Saturday evening and then Sunday. Okay. I remember that now. Yeah. Because I remember you were texting me. I'm sitting in the stand. It's raining. Yeah, because I was like, I got back from a hunt. And I was like, eh, I probably shouldn't go hunt. All right, I'm going to go hunt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I was like, yeah, you need to just go. And I remember you texting me like, are you in a situation? I'm like, I'm in a deep situation. At the, I remember that. Yeah, and I'm like, and you're like, do you need me? I'm like, no, just go. There's nothing you can do. Go hunt. Go kill something. I'm gonna uh, figure this out. Back to me now. Yeah, yeah. You came back like Thursday night or something. Didn't hunt Friday. I then. could tell by the space between your text message responses that you're in a situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like last year when I shot my bucker. I guess two years ago, however you want to look at it. I was like calling you, having a mini meltdown, and you wouldn't answer. And I'm like, I'm in a situation up here. I need you to answer the phone. But Next time, just dude, double long and please. <laughs> I know, dude. That would help a bunch. Uh, My goodness, man. That's one thing I want, and we can get into our goals. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Very good. But, I mean, dude, the last two years now, I just... I You can't put yourself in those situations enough, almost. You know what I mean? No, you can't. It, like... It's like you can't practice for it. You can't practice for it, man. I think the I think the um I think the ivermectin for that, the cure all <laughs> is gonna be um probably just got our podcast taken down. Yeah, thanks, Clay. <laughs> <laughs> Anti vaxxer. Here we go. <laughs> We're gonna have the alert now when we post yeah. it. Um I think the cure all for that is you slocking early season does. Yeah, I think so too. It's like shooting uh, jumpers and warm-up layup lines before the game. Right. Get get loose. You got to get loose. You got to get used to that pin settling on the vitals when it's not like right. your target buck first. Right. When you're actually like, oh, crap, it's November 13th. It's 25 degrees, and I got to try to do this. Because I got an elk, and then like every buck I had in bow range... I didn't even get nervous. Yeah, I feel like once you shoot an elk... Like, I mean... I mean, at like... 18 yards or whatever it was yeah. like still though no still i know dude because i was just like i don't know the last two shots i made were marginal got it done but not the way i wanted to do it on either one of them right and so but i was just thinking in my head 
the last time I did this was 365 days ago. Right. I shot my buck in 2020 on November 13th. I shot this one on November 13th. Like, you just can't... Yeah, you can sling arrows all you want in your backyard, but you cannot get ready for that moment. I don't, you know... You gotta slock early season. You gotta does. But then you have a situation like you've done a couple of times where you make a marginal hit on a doe, or don't, and then your confidence yeah, is you like... you burn a doe. <laughs> 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 practice though glad that wasn't a buck yeah. <laughs> that's terrible but all true. i see is a, a doe out there is the all i see is just a block target <laughs> with loins <laughs> oh i'm glad I'm, i made a bad shot on that I'm doe just, not a buck i'm just testing broadheads at that point <laughs> oh that's bad but yeah. true <laughs> Yeah, Call so... Call it what it is. It, that's true, but I, I say it every year, and I, I never do it, but I do need to start trying to shoot a doe in the early season. I've only had one doe situation that got away from me, Yeah, and I, would, I wouldn't have done anything different. Did I have more than one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did have more than one. <laughs> You've had quite a few. I've had two. <laughs> two it's or not, three. <laughs> what's the third one? Well, the one uh, here in town. The one at Guilford. Yeah. The one at the cabin where the doe laid down a couple times. What's yeah. the other one? Wasn't there was one you hit high a couple years back in no man's land at the cabin too? That was a buck, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a duck. Anyway, let's not. What stand was that in? Orchard. No. Yeah. No. I've, I've never shot a doe out of the orchard stand. You never recovered one. I shot it might, one with it a might rifle. Have, it might have been. It might have been honey hole. It doesn't matter. It. But. I remember. I no. remember. <laughs> I shot one with a rifle in the orchard. Well, yeah. That no. I lost. Right. right. I'm really stacking up <laughs> to the non-recoveries here now that we go to talk about it. Here this whole time, I thought I only ever lost one deer in my life. Jeez. I think that goes to show you how great of a selective memory I have, and I forget about the bad things no. and focus on the good things. No wonder you're a good golfer. It's like Tiger Woods. Never you hit a bad shot in my bad life. Shots. Exactly. The most important one's the next one. God, it's going to bother me now. I don't think I ever lost a deer out of the honey hole. It was I shot orchard. one high. Yeah. Right? But then she back went Back to down. back. The first one you didn't get, and then the second one I think you did, like a week I later. I spined. No, that was the first <laughs> day of the season. I spined her. I had to shoot her twice, and then went the third time with a, br- with a field point. <laughs> I was over there like Robin Hood oh, slinging them out, just trying to be I ethical can't. about it. <laughs> I was slinging field points. I don't even know why I had a field point. Oh, we'll talk about this later. But I definitely never (laughs) shot a deer high and lost a doe out of the orchard. We'll have to, we'll have to review that. I it might have. We'll have to review the footage. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So (laughs) the six point. Let's go back to (laughs) here this year. Bring it back. I don't remember what happened. I know I hunted more. I had the run-in with the neighbor who, like, I had everything dialed to that freaking T. Oh, that's right. That was that same kind of... To go sit up yeah. on the border there, and then... It's turkey season was in, yeah. And then that that fall turkey season was in, <laughs> and I'm sitting in the stand, you know, right before cr- leaf crunching time, oh. and I hear, you know, the click-click of a guy locking his car door. Next thing I know, in the rising sunlight... I see two shotguns on people's shoulders walking toward me. I'm like, here we go. Mm. 
luckily it was a you know amicable in, encounter but you they know, were by the book you're by the book i had two yeah. neighbors setting up 20 yards off the property line and told me they were waiting for the roosted turkeys on our property to fly <laughs> down into the field that wasn't theirs <laughs> Mostly by the book. Mostly by... I was by the book. You were good. I was bow hunting, and I climbed down. This was probably a lesson for people. I climbed down. I turned my light on, shined it their way. Yeah. And then I started hollering. I'm like, well, I'm going to ruin my hunt. I'm probably going to ruin their hunt, which I don't care. Yeah, you don't want them to think you're a roosted turkey. Correct. Yeah. Making a bunch of noise up in the tree. Because right. the year before that, I had the neighbor shoot a gobbler out of the tree. Right, right. The, you know yeah. oh yeah you don't know and dude. i'm in full camo yeah and it's dark semi-dark so i started hooting and hollering ended up talking to him and i was like even though i'm on my property i will move for you to shoot the turkeys that are on my property <laughs> flying onto your property yeah because <laughs> obviously the bow hunt's blown yeah yeah you're done and i was waiting for bucks to come off his property on our <laughs> property <laughs> you're both yeah <laughs> literally yeah. literally coming back off the field into the bedding on you yeah yeah so yeah. we were trading blows. All spare and love and war. <laughs> I was trading him a buck for a turkey, which I would have gra- gl- gladly done. Hundred percent. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So then I saw like I moved spots and saw like six bucks within yeah. thirty minutes. <laughs> I remember you were texting me. I'm like, dude, just get down to the honey hole, man. And there's bucks coming out yeah. from behind every tree. Yeah. They're spar and they're chasing. It was great. Yep. Didn't nothing happened. Fast forward to the last day of the season got into a real nice spot that i've been wanting to hunt that stand oh. you and i hung early freezing cold it was cold and it was day. windy and i'm like i am crazy for sitting out here but yeah. i sat dark to dark in frigid temperatures. it was cold that day and windy it was everything uh but i saw like three or four spikes early and it was wet. I remember it was wet because I couldn't hear anything, and I'm in a bunch of pine. Mm-hmm. And I just hear like a little crunch, and I'm sitting down, and I turn around, and the the buck I wanted to shoot, aside from the six, mm-hmm. the big, I think it was a ten. Yeah. Is standing behind me at twenty yards broadside, mm-hmm. feeding on the hillside. But, like, walk feeding. Right. Just... Like, power feeding. Milling. Yeah. (laughs) Power milling through the woods. (laughs) And there must have been a hot doe up there, because he was on a power milling beeline for this area. Did you see the big six that morning, too? Oh, did I? Yeah. So, that... uh, By the time I got my bow and got my... Got ready to shoot, he didn't see me, but he was gone. I grunted, I bleeded, I tried to do everything. Hoping he'd, like, hook back around. Then, ten minutes later, half a mile from the last encounter, where I got the first trail cam picture, Diesel six point, here he comes, charging through the woods like a bat out of hell. Mm. Had to be a hot doe in there. And... (sighs) had to be a hot doe in there Mm -hmm. and there's a creek down there and he comes storming he is walking down the creek bed and i'm like this is over this this is it i'm about to shoot this this toad yeah 
and it's like icy and you know this buck's walking along the creek it was like for people that are going to hear this in episode 20 it was like the deer version of the the national geographic turkey <laughs> <laughs> like the national geographic whitetail is walking along the creek about to have back-to-back walk-offs back-to-back walk-offs yeah and I'm like, if he just follows this path, I'm going to shoot him across the creek. It was 30 yards. Yeah. What does he do? Jumps in the creek, beelines it across the creek, and goes to the exact same spot as the big power milling buck. So he was coming, <laughs> if you're sitting in your stand, he was coming from your right to left? He was coming straight dead on. Oh, he was coming across that, like, bottom down there? Correct. Gotcha. Unbelievable, dude. Man, I knew when we hung that stand, I was like, and you didn't hunt it till that, that or you might hunt it one other time. I had one short set. Yeah. This was like a power set. Yeah, yeah. Which, good intel for next year. So, I sit all day. I don't see another deer till 30 minutes before dark. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, here's a string of eight does, and they get in the creek, and that was cool to watch. Yeah. And then here's like another string of eight, and then here's like, Four, and then, like, I think I saw probably 25 does in the last 35 minutes. Yeah. And this is in the peak of the rut. I'm like, right. where is the buck? Where is the buck? Where is the buck? Yeah. And then right at last light, when I'm, like, climbing down, I hear crunching to my left, and I blew a deer. I'm like, oh, there he was. That was him. That was him. He yeah. was back. So, never see him again. <sighs> and that was my bow season. That was so... And then I went to Nebraska. And then you went to Nebraska. No way. No, you had PA rifle. PA I, rifle. I, I, I want to say, though, I, I've been watching this. I think, I'm convinced almost, that our last week of bow season now is the best week to bow hunt, though. I feel like if you would just say, okay, you got to pick seven days, and I think our season went out on the 19th last year, I would hunt like the 12th through the 19th. I'm convinced. So I shot my buck, when, and I know I'm like, you know, well, yeah, you shot one on the 13th. No wonder you would say that. But I pulled my cameras after. So I didn't, I don't think I touched anything. I let all my cameras run until after rifle season, I think. And then after rifle, I pulled it. And that week that I shot my buck, so including my buck, there was like three or four other rack bucks in daylight at my stand like that week for whatever reason is just hot i don't know but i'm convinced about that but i think there was also three weeks before that that you said this is the week that you have to hunt well every week yeah (laughs) every week you can hunt you should hunt (laughs) but i'm convinced yeah well yeah that goes unsaid if you can hunt you should hunt i agree with you though i I think that's the week i think from like 15 to 20 yeah if you're not going to get one pre... If you're not going to get one pre... It's like that post-lockdown free-for-all. Exactly. When the and frat these boys come back out. Exactly. They're just running around like wild. Right. Exactly. So I think... I'm convinced the two best weeks that we can bow hunt in Pennsylvania is the last full week of October from like the 24th through the 31st. Okay. And then from then in the last week, so like the twelfth through the nineteenth or wherever that pre rut post lock exactly exactly. And I'm probably not saying anything that nobody's already said. If you, re- I'm sure a lot of guys say that, but I'm convinced what I've seen over the last ten years, those are the two best weeks to hunt. You probably have less hunters too, because there's probably people that are like 
maybe burned out by then. Burned out, or they, or I'm going to take my week the first week of November. Everybody, sweet November's here, right. and they burn. Which, granted, it's the rut. Any day can be good. Right. But I think consistently, and here's the whole thing I've been learning and thinking about. It may more not be more. the best week to kill, but it's like probably the best week to watch rut activity. I think you'll see the biggest bucks that week. Yeah. I really do. The young buck, but those old boys. They've been locked down, and, dude, they're desperately seeking. I think that's what Mark Drury calls more. it. Desperately seek, and I've seen, in daylight, you see more mature bucks that last week, in my experience, than any other week of the rut, almost. I didn't get to hunt November last year, but, I mean, this year, they were desperately seeking. Yeah, you late saw November. two of your their target bucks the last day yeah, of the season. Yeah, within 20 minutes on the last day of the yeah. season. And that was, like, the fifth and sixth bucks I saw. Yeah, I think that's the week. I, I like. I mean, any time. No, here's the thing. Here's the problem with the rut. As soon as it hit no, hits November, you think every single hunt is gonna be like Juice. crazy. Yeah, and they're never like that. Right. You get maybe two or three hunts out of the whole three weeks mm-hmm. that are like this is the rut. Right. All the other ones are mainly boring. Like you just it's. You have in your head that every every hunt's gonna be like, man, the bucks gonna be crazy today. But that's the great part. <laughs> that's you every don't, sunrise. You don't know what's gonna exactly. happen. Exactly. It's like I say about turkey season. Every day can be good because it's not like we know the rut for whitetails that three weeks or whatever. That's turkey season the whole month. Every day can be good. You, you just don't something. know which day it's gonna be. That's why you gotta hunt. I completely agree, man. Yeah. Gosh, I wish it was postseason now i'm all juiced up <laughs> ready to go but yeah i mean you just you never know so in between that you know i like to shoot one with the bow i just enjoy it more oh yeah. talked about that endlessly on here yeah. but um that's good i'm gonna be up till tomorrow <laughs> um pa rifle season you know, last year I had it in my mind that I wanted to shoot one with this 3030 Winchester yep. Iron Sight model 1894. And um, people called me crazy, but I stayed committed to it this year. Yeah. <clears throat> that got a little Western. <laughs> won't leave every, won't. <laughs> I mean, I might as well tell every detail. <laughs> we had a good sit in the morning, and like PA rifle, it seems like there's less and less shooting every year that first day, which is fine by me. I, like I always said, I want there to be less people. Crossbows. <laughs> but uh, I was trying to do the spot and stock on a doe in the afternoon and ended up crawling into a stand. You only had one day to hunt, basically. I had one day. Right. And then, uh, you know luck would have it i saw a pretty i saw a pretty big what would have been an eight he snapped off his beam after his g3 um and i and he started power feeding into the food plot (laughs) after he raked a tree for like five minutes because you know that i wanted a sub 100 shot with that 30 30 with open sights yeah man i mean it is very hard yeah for people who think they're watching yellowstone and the you know these people (laughs) are just slinging 30 30s off horses this is not real no so i ended up getting this buck to 95 i'm like okay you have no reference because when you have a scoped rifle 
on a deer at 95, you're like, okay, the crosshair, that's on his heart, that's on its lungs, it's dancing around, but it's on his vitals a little right. bit. Like, that's okay. Touch it off. Touch, touch. Sweet, sweet. <laughs> yeah. With this one, it's just like, okay, the front ramp looks pretty square. Uh, just squeeze it. Okay, this trigger's terrible. You have to <laughs> lean on this thing to get it to go off. I don't know if the front sight's still... Oh, dude. It's, it's tough. And you're aiming at brown. Airball the first shot. <laughs> this deer has no idea. Um, there's 30 deer in the field at this point. Right. This deer has no idea what happened. Every other deer spooks. And he starts running toward me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. He gets to 85, gets halfway broadside again, ratchet <laughs> one in there, airball. I'm like, oh, no. I hate missing, first of all. <laughs> he runs toward me again, and he's about to get into the brush away from me. Gets to 75, and I hit him on the third one. <laughs> knocked him down. Good brush gun. Knocked him down. Full on western And then had to go point. over and, and finish him off. It wasn't super pretty after that, but yeah. ended up getting one with the 30-30, putting yeah. it into retirement. One and done. One and done. Got a nice PA-8 with the 30-30. Yeah. And we'll put it on the shelf for another day. Oh, man. But That's mission sweet, accomplished. Yeah. That was my second hunting goal this year behind the elk was get the buck with the 30-30. That's sweet, man. <clears throat> it's always good to cross. I did that same thing with that flintlock, and although I did get it back out here recently, but shot one with it. I'm like, I'm done with that. Yeah. I can say I did it. Because, dude, those open sights, man, people don't understand. No. And I guess if you practice, it's like anything. But if you're used to shooting a scoped rifle, and then you take that thing out, dude, at 100 yards, you're aiming at brown. It's like a recurve compared to a compound. Correct. Correct. Pretty much. Pretty much. If they would if they would make you hunt with open sights, you know how many big bucks we would have running around? Yeah, it'd be great. A ton. A lot of them would, would have... <clears throat> 30-30 bullets in their ass cheeks, probably. Well, that's, that's Clayton sent me a picture of his buck, and I was like, dude, are you sure you didn't shoot his antler off? Was it broken before he, you started shooting at him? Because Thank goodness it was broken before I started yeah. shooting at him. It might have gone right between them. But. That's a dang nice buck, man. <laughs> that was awesome. So, one day to get her done, and... Mission, Got her done. Mission accomplished. So, that was pretty much... I shot a doe the second week of rifle season, um, but other than that, I didn't. I didn't hunt at all in rifle. I hunted one morning in rifle season, shot a doe, and that was it. I ate all my doe tags this year. You didn't shoot a doe in no, Pennsylvania. That's no. got hopefully everything I shot was antlered. Went out to Nebraska and got a dandy. So I was going to say with the musket. So, so that was Saturday, and then Sunday, and then you left Monday to left go to Nebraska. Monday, yeah. Started hunting Wednesday. Yeah. We're trying to get a mule deer. Long story short, turned up one big mule deer, big mule deer, had him in the crosshairs at a buck 60, right behind a sage bush. Mm. Didn't squeeze. That's a tough no shot. <laughs> I'll never forget that no shot right there. So here's a question, and I know you're hunting with a customer and everything. On a Your guest property yeah, and with a customer's rifle, right? If that's you and a customer's deer, right? If that's you hunting by yourself, sending. You're sending it. Yeah, that's what I thought. 
if I am out by myself and I stumble upon that deer, absolutely <laughs> send it. Yeah. But I was also in yeah. a scenario where at no point did it cross my mind that this deer was not going to present another shot. Right. I mean... He's behind <clears throat> a... He, this is a 200-pound animal behind a bush the size of, like... Yeah. A basketball hoop. Right. Just... The uh, hoop part. No. <laughs> literal, not the, literal the backboard. Hoop. Like, another minute, he's going to be wide open. And you're one like, step? Yeah. One step. And then he just, like that giant six, he just turns and goes dead away up over the ridge. So we get up over the ridge, bust him again. Get up over the next ridge, <laughs> bust him again. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like Joe Biden trying to be president out here. And I can't judge a mule deer, but it's probably 170-inch mule deer. Right, right. With late, in late season with a musket, I'll do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, 100%. so I ended up shooting like um, a six by five whitetail with two busted G2s that yeah. probably would have gone high 50s, low 60s. Yeah, that's a shame he was busted. So, but that's a story for another day. But I think I'll get him. I think I'm gonna made up my mind that I'm gonna get the points fixed if I get a good trail cam picture of him. Definitely should. Yeah, because I was like, well. I shot him and he was busted, so yeah. why would I get him fixed? Like he didn't have them, right? But then, yeah, he did. Yeah, it was he at one point did. So, yeah. So like, what do you do? I know that's all personal preference. I would get him fixed. I just got a euro mount, so like, why wouldn't I make it look nice. big like it was? Yeah, exactly. I would. I mean, he had him at one point, right? So. So anyway, banner year overall. Banner year for Team Mountains to buy. Had a great year, uh, great bow season. Great, you killed two nice white tails, killed a nice bull elk. I killed a nice white tail, killed a doe. So yeah, man. So that's it. Let's put the stamp on 2021. Yeah, we've been killing. I've been been. Yeah, I, I don't think I did really. I took my. So that was one kind of highlight for me this year, getting my sister's boyfriend into hunting. It was kind of fun. I took him out and showed him, you know, a few things, and he was able to get a doe and then showed with the muzzleloader in early season, which was cool. And then um, he showed him a spot for a rifle hunt. He was able to get a, another deer there. And so that was fun, just a different experience, getting somebody into it that's kind of – he's hunted in the past, but not – but he now he's like – full into it so it'll be fun to see where where that goes and we went out pheasant hunting one morning he got a pheasant but other than that i mean i, I didn't do a ton of hunting i didn't hear about that yeah that well was... you're not you're not into pheasant hunting i don't ask not you not here <laughs> yeah that's what i mean so pheasant um shooting. it was uh you were working it was it was a day through the week i we had both taken off work it was before christmas so i know you're up to your eyeballs in it then yeah and you don't pheasant hunt in pennsylvania so so anyway um so yeah that was it that's 2021 man heck of a year strong year strong year we're already a month into 22 that's that was what i was that's a great segue because i want to talk to you about what's on what's on the docket for 2022 hunting goals personal goals what do you got going what's what's i mean we're already 26 days man clocks clocks ticking you're going to find this hard to believe, but I have not set a goal for this year. What? In anything. Nothing? No. Oh, wow. I do find that hard to believe. I know. I do, too. Wow. I tried to start thinking about it, and the only New Year's resolution I had, I already broke it. 
Really? Yeah. What was it? I've been better at it, though. Well? Which is, I didn't want my daughters to see me use a cell phone. Mmm. Yeah. Because I had an experience one day where I'm sitting on the rocking chair outside, beautiful summer day, mm-hmm. Sawyer's playing hopscotch, like, you know, pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. And I was texting somebody, it might have even been you, <laughs> and Sawyer said, Daddy, can you put your phone away so you can watch me better? Oh, and wow. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Life-changing moment. Right yeah, there. man. Yeah. I had a similar one this summer, too, like so, that. So, that, that's been my goal. Yeah. I don't, I think parents who are on their cell phones a lot when their kids are around, or like your kid's tugging at your leg and you're, I think that's despicable. It's horrible, dude. I think that's terrible parenting. I don't care. There's no emergency, like. Yeah. That's that emergency. Right. And if they're, you know, I told you, I was like, well, if it's an emergency. Yeah. But otherwise, like, I'm not going to be looking at social media when my kids are around. I'm not texting. I'm not calling. A lot of times before it got real cold, I've just been leaving my phone in my truck when I get home. Yeah. And then before I go to bed, I go out and get it. Yeah. That's smart, dude. That's good. So that was my only goal. Well, that's a good goal, man. I kind of, I pretty much, I mean, I'll get on social media every now and then, but I haven't been on social media for like six months near, maybe like a minute. If I want to look something up, like you sent me that thing today and I got on Insta to check that out. But other than that, dude, I don't get on it. Because I kind of had the same thing. Like, I was, like, sitting looking at social media and, like, Chase is, like, playing. I'm like, what am I doing, man? So I deleted all the social media off my phone. Good. I can, you know? I don't yeah. get... Dude, my, my screen time went from, like, three-plus hours a day to, like, an hour and a half. That's good. Yeah. So it's great. So I, that's a good goal. I mean, I kind of... I don't have it as stated, but I kind of feel the same way about that. I mean, if you're texting somebody, someone calls you, like, yeah, every now and then. But, like, no. You make a purpose... Or uh, effort to not be on your phone in front of your if kid. I If I'm responding to a text, I go to another room. Yeah, that's smart. Um, that's smart. I can't believe you. It's because I was thinking last year your goal was the elk, which you did. I had a pile of goals And the year. marathon you did. I can't think of any. any but that was the two big ones I know <laughs> Other about. Other than a couple that I like won't share publicly. Yeah. That were kind of financial goals that I didn't quite get to and some other stuff. Right. I mean, I pretty much knocked them all out. Yeah, man. I, I haven't set any goals this year just because I just haven't. I've been taking it one day at a time. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm mid... I'm day 19 of 75 hard. Yeah. Um. You know, I I don't have a a quantified goal on dialed in gear but i'm trying to start this new company which is going well slowly but surely yeah and i'm just so consumed in the process right now that i haven't been looking that far ahead honestly yeah i mean i think that's just just dialed in is like the goal right whatever that means or whatever that leads to i'm locked in right now yeah yeah i haven't really can't say i've really set anything in particular myself really as far Um, as hunting goes this year yeah i just want to you know this is maybe a segue that hunting is becoming a different thing for me yeah i just want to have quality hunts yeah i i am slowly but surely having less hunts because i because of the guilt being away from my family 
and my work obligations. Right. But when I go out now, my hunts are very high quality. Yeah. I pick my right spots. I sit longer because I'm hungry to be out there. Mm-hmm. I'm more patient. I let more animals walk. Yeah, you're maturing as a as a whitetail hunter. Which is, you know, all those things is turning into better quality animals and yeah you know better time out there absolutely absolutely yeah i think the only goal i have in 2022 is actually going to hunt with you that'd so be a far. good goal let's make that our goal let's right make now that, that's i guess we did turkey hunt one day together in 2021 but other than that that was it <coughs> uh <laughs> but no fall hunts <laughs> we won't listen to episode 20 for that that's our only hunt in like the last year I know, dude. That's you've been, rough. You've been so busy. Dude, life, it's, life's not tough. That's not what I was going to say. But, man, you think you're busy at certain... But, man, I know you're busy with work. I'm busy with work. We ha- both have families, young kids. Like, you just don't... Like, days go by, dude. Faster and faster. Oh, my goodness, man. Yeah. Unbelievably fast. Yeah. Like, you just blink in another day and blink in another day. Like, you have to be intentional with your time. That's oh, yeah. that's one thing I've been trying to do is just be really intentional with what I'm doing. And if I don't want to do it 100%, I don't do it. Because, like, I don't want to give up, you know, three hours with the fam or mm-hmm. whatever it is. So, like, I'm very guarded. I say no a lot to stuff. Like, I, I told Jill one of my goals this year was to say no to everything. Yeah. and And not, like in the literal sense right but if you try to say no to everything you're gonna still do some fun stuff yeah but if it's not something i really want to do i could care less yeah man who it is what it is i'm not doing it sorry yeah i'm not coming you have to guard your time man and it's like like i said you're trying to start dialed in and get that going you got your regular job i'm busy you got the like you if you don't if you don't guard your time dude like I've, I've honestly lost a couple of friends this year because of it really yeah yeah and i don't care honestly yeah. you, I, I i've retained a lot of friends the ones that mean a lot to me right but you know yeah dude my circle is so small it's anymore getting tight dude i've got like a tight circle it's getting tight i think you gotta i've lost some trust in some people and you know the it's like the longer you go you want to get it tighter because yeah yeah you have to you have to so um i got some things that i'm doing environmentally this year some some stuff i want to plant that's one thing i'm pretty jazzed up about planting the the planting and some new stands i want to set up are you talking about food related stuff or cover related stuff yeah that's, a lot of food plots I want to try some new stuff. Yeah. Um it's a lot of it's going to depend on the tags I draw. What did you apply for? I'm putting in for Wyoming elk, Montana elk, Iowa whitetails and potentially Kansas. Are you actually putting in or are you just buying a point for Iowa? This will be year 4. Mm. So, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I think it's like a five-year right now. Yeah. Which, who knows? I might just wait it out another year. Yeah. But um, that one's one of the next two years I'm going to Iowa. Yeah. I did buy... Which I'm tickled about. I gotta, yeah. I did buy a point. I got to buy another point this year for sure because I definitely want to do that at Heck some point. Heck yeah. Yeah. 
So Wyoming elk, is that with Mitch or who are you doing that with? Um, couple people that have asked me to go if I get a tag. Nice, nice. Big what, bulls. Big bulls. What part of Wyoming? Um, this would be south east. Oh, okay. Wyoming. Gotcha. The one guy that has asked me to go has killed or guided seventy five bulls in this area. Oh my goodness. It's a wow. lot of bulls. A local guy? He lives in Nebraska. Oh, I got you. Nice. Big bulls. Nice. <laughs> Dude, that's sweet. I hope you get a tag. Big bears too. I could use some more elk meat. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, dude. Big grizz. I'm out on the grizz. <laughs> I saw I saw um what was I just reading the other day? Speaking of predators, was it um Colorado that they're introducing like two hundred and fifty wolves back into Colorado? And like Yes, that's true. Yeah, I, I just saw that. I was reading this article the other day terrible. about that terrible idea, man. That's gonna destroy I mean Colorado's like that's pretty much I know you can kill bigger bulls other places, but that's like the mecca for elk hunting. There's more I think elk in Colorado than any other state in the union. For now. For now. And the problem with it is and like I get it, like if wolves once inhabited that, I get it. You want to do that. And I'm all about ecology and all that stuff. The environment, I get all that. The problem is with the liberals, once they get them, you're never going to be able to hunt them. And they're never going to be able to control them. And so, Wait till they start snatching people's dogs in Vail yeah, and Aspen. Exactly. They're all, oh, they're cute and cuddly. And then the next thing you know, you know, the farmers and ranchers, the elk population, the mule deer, everything, gone. So people just they just don't get it. They don't get it, man. They don't get it. You yeah, just... there was wolves there. There also when there was wolves there, there wasn't that many people there. Exactly. It's like mountain lions in California or yeah. whatever. It's you got to leave the wildlife management to the biologists. Well, yeah, cuz back in the day you could leave the wildlife management to the wildlife. It's cuz right. there wasn't human there beings wasn't... out there. Exactly. There wasn't ski resorts. Yeah. There wasn't all these people building condos and pushing all the animals into these tight spaces. It, yeah it's crazy that's man. hours of, of yeah yeah terrible decision man there's been so much lately about that kind of stuff in the news too about i think it was in oregon last fall that they were or was it oregon i think it was oregon that they had put it on a ballot to like ban hunting pretty much correct yeah and i don't think it actually got what it needed but it's scary that it's getting enough momentum that it's talked about in national news for sure you know so they're coming at us from every angle. Man, it's crazy. Hunting rights, gun rights. Doesn't matter what it is. They're coming after us. It's crazy. But anyway, not to go down that a tangent we've done before, but I'm excited this year for getting into the land management mm -hmm. and planning food plots and, you know, kind of just working on the back 40, if you will. Stuff I've never done. I've always hunted mountains. And so I've never had the opportunity to kind of dig into that. So I'm really excited about seeing what, you know. I'm excited for you. It's just, a whole different thing. Yeah, like I, I can see myself getting really deep into, you know, plants and, you know, whatever. Need to plant this this time of year and whatever. So I'm excited about that for sure. So, yeah, so, I mean, that's something I'm really looking forward to in 2022 is just, you know, expanding my, my mind on and getting educated on land and, like I said, food plots and, and all that stuff. But, dude, hunting has changed so much, though, in a way. Like, all that stuff is really cool. I'm excited about it. But So don't get me wrong, but, like, 
it's kind of hard to even think about where I started hunting to now talking about doing this kind of stuff. Like, and I guess it's good overall because, I mean, we need we need the hunters, but like, I don't know. You had sent me that one thing today about this new hunting gear that's going to be American made now, mm-hmm. and it's just like every day, every month, every I don't know. It's just it's constantly changing, which. I guess this thing is cool, right? I mean, so their their goal is who is does Jocko own that company? He and another guy. What's is it? Origin? What's it called? Origin Maine. Origin Maine. Gotcha. I they started it. out making geese for jujitsu, which is like the little outfit all the jujitsu people. Really? Wear. That's how it started. Correct. Okay. And the way I understand it, they found all of these old looms in Maine. Like these rusty looms in this factory. Yeah. And they hired some people to refurbish these things and put them all back together. Every little spring, every little screw. Yeah. Which probably costed them an obnoxious amount of money. A bunch of money. <laughs> yeah. So they're making these things with original American-made looms. Yep. In America. Yeah. In Maine. Yeah. And then they started making handmade boots out of American leather. That's so sweet. With, like, leather-working tradesmen in Maine. Yeah. Then Jocko said, how many people wear jujitsu gis? And, the you know, his business partner's like, I don't know. I can't name anybody. Right. Like, outside of our circle. Right. He goes, well, what's something that everybody wears? And he goes, well, everybody I know has a pair of jeans. So yeah. Jocko said, let's start making jeans. <laughs> so they started making Origin jeans, and now they're making sweatshirts, and everything's from here. That's so cool, man. So wow. Yeah. Jocko. Jocko Willink. Rogan yeah. got him into hunting. Yeah. And, you know, him and all of his buddies got on the Sitka train. Mm-hmm. So... Sitka used to all be made in America, in Montana. And then, I don't want to say they sold out. They're just capitalists, and they wanted to grow their business. Yeah. So they got it into Big Box and online. Mm-hmm. And the demand went through the roof when everybody started wearing it on social media. So then they outsourced it overseas. The quality dropped. That's not my opinion. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. And still great, incredible gear. Still. Not what it was when I started. Yeah. And now they're taking their company in a direction where, in my opinion, they care more about the dollar selling this every day. Hats, T-shirts, pants. And this is not... I'm going to continue to wear this stuff. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I still think it's the best. I don't think they're focused on what they were focused on. They're building sleeping bags that you use, <laughs> you lay into class in. But I digress. Yeah. Jocko is starting a camo line of hunting gear that's all made oh, in America. That's pretty cool. And so, he, he's yeah. not the only one, though. There's this company, Four Low... It's out of, I think, Whitefish, Montana, that makes badass gear. It's all made in America. Yeah. I tell you, man, and I heard him talking about, I was listening to, uh, I'm so far behind on Joe Rogan. 
Dude, saying Joe Rogan might get us taken down anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> someone's going to kick in the door any second. Yeah. yeah. You, first you said ivermectin, and then you, then we said Joe Rogan. So. Yeah. Um, if you say Ukraine, we're going to get killed. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness, man. This world is so crazy. I was talking... One more reason to be off social media. One more reason, dude. It's great. I look up the news I want to look up. I still feel like I'm mostly... Now, like, today you sent me that thing from Instagram. I had no idea. I heard Jocko talking about the company because Rogan had a pair of his boots on the other day, I think. Well, this is November. I think they did the podcast. But... I mean, it's very cool, and what Jocko said was, like, we, we being America, are so close to losing that. We're, like, a generation away from losing that manufacturing, because mm-hmm. nobody does it anymore. Like, we don't know how to make boots from scratch. We don't know how to make jeans from scratch. Like, we were, like, we, because everything's been outsourced, and, like, through COVID, this is what they were talking about on the podcast, like, you realize, like, how screwed we are if something like that happens. All of our medicine comes from China. Everything comes from China, right? And and if the supply chains get shut down, which we're still dealing with, what are we going to do? So I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's noble or I think it's a good pursuit by them. I don't know, you know, I'm, and I'm sure it'll be successful because they're getting some big names behind it. Cam Haynes, I think, is, is going to be, which was surprising to see him. I mean, he's been... Under it'll be interesting to see for like his trail running and all that stuff. That was he still a big wears. deal in the hunting world today, man. Under Cam Haynes, like potentially leaving Under Armour. We didn't. I guess the announcement was like while we're doing this podcast. That was a while ago. What do you mean? Cam, I thought it was nine o'clock. Cam tonight. leaving Under Armour. Oh really? I didn't see that. See, dude, not on social he media. He went to. I think he went to resign his contract, and he said, "No, I'm not doing it. I'm I'm done." I'm done. Yeah, good. He for was him. their longest tenured athlete. I know. I mean, they're just starting to go so far left and so anti everything that it's crazy, dude. That he's like, I'm done. Yeah. And his boy Kip Falks, who's behind this origin thing with him, is the one that started under him. Yeah, I remember that. So, oh, it's gonna be. It's yeah. great. It'll they'll crush it. You I'm got sure. that. Got Kip's know how. Yeah. From like clothing. Yeah. And the Under Armour hunting stuff, which is good stuff. Yeah. You got Jocko, you got a, who's yeah, piles of money behind it. Yeah, it might be terrible gear, but I think it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. It'll, it'll be fun to watch it. I mean, it's it's kind of nice to see that American made thing. I mean, again, I'm going to bring it all back. No, but we, it, we can't cut off every country. You're never going to bring it all back. But it's awesome that people are still making stuff here. It's very cool, and I know you've been kind of have this little personal thing that if you can buy American, you're trying to. If you can. If you can. I'm not going to be one of those. Like, I went back and forth with this with Starbucks a couple years ago. They're anti-gun people. Yeah. So's Apple. Everybody so, is. So, I get all these people. I remember having this conversation with you. In the gun you. business yeah. that are like, well, I'd never go to Starbucks. They're anti-gun. <laughs> You're talking on an iPhone. <laughs> uh, what, are you going to use a ham radio? Yeah. Everybody is. Uh, are you going to Are you going to stop buying your car? Even Your co- chips? Yeah. They're made in China. I'll tell you what China is. Anti-America. Yeah. Yeah. You're driving a truck that half the stuff's made in Mexico and China. So, like, get over it. Yeah. You were telling me Starbucks you're like. Starbucks has good coffee. <laughs> 
you're like, I'm selling this Apple stock because they're anti God. Remember, it's a I few did years do that. ago. I'm I like, tripled my money on it, so it worked out. I'm like, well, that's a really stupid thing to do, but if you want to do that, I can understand. But yeah, it's gone. I it's, slept a little better at night for one night. Yeah, and now that they're worth, you know, $2 trillion. But anyway. A little's better than nothing. Everything you can up. buy here, buy here. I it started wearing up. Red Wing boots only. Yeah, they're man. all made here. It adds up. Yeah, it adds up. But even man, it's getting so ridiculous, man. How, I guess, the the left. I mean, the cancel culture is just like it's n- going to come back around. I think it's going to. They're going to go too to come far. back around hard. I think. I, I think so too. I mean, you got Neil Young telling Spotify to either take me down or Joe Rogan. He gone. Okay, <laughs> bye, Neil Young. Like, which they're a corporation. It's. Good for Spotify. Yeah, good for Spotify. Uh, well, it's also pretty easy. How many people do you think listen to Neil Young's songs versus... 6.2 million a month. Versus Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan gets 11 million per episode. Correct. Yeah, so that was a no-brainer. Easy business decision, but at the same time, good for them. <laughs> good for them for not... It's ridiculous, man. Yeah. Like, if you don't kind of follow the, the narrative that the left or the media want... Have you seen the ratings that CNN's been getting recently? Abysmal. Abysmal. This, this podcast is going to get more <laughs> listeners than Anderson Cooper. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Because it's true. Oh, no man. one cares about them. They, they're so ridiculous They now still that, talk about Trump, dude. Nobody cares. Like, nobody get cares. over it. Yeah. Move I, on. I mean, they're pro- uh, I can't. It's, it's bad, man. There's no reason to even mention it. No, there's really not, but this goes, it is cool that, that I don't know, man, everything is just changing so rapidly in the world today. It's like, what are you going to wake up to tomorrow? It's Who kinda, knows? It's crazy. It's, I mean, we could be at war with Russia tomorrow. Who knows? Who knows? With Joe Biden running the ship. They Who, might be in route right now. <laughs> Who freaking knows, man? I think the cool thing is this. Especially with this little company I'm trying to start. It's a new piece of gear. Yeah. I'm going to get some and try it out. See what and it's run like. it through the gambit. Yeah. I'm not going to get it just because it's made in America. It's got to be good. It's got to be good. Yeah. But if it's good, I'm going to use it. Yeah, absolutely. And at the same time, I, I you know, I, I'm, I caught myself scrolling through Instagram once I looked at that today. And I'm, I wouldn't call myself materialistic, but I like stuff. Right. And I like the next thing. Right, right. So I'm seeing this, and then I got a new, the new Traeger pants. Like, that's a thing, apparently. Traeger pants? Okay, here, here's the deal. Oh, my goodness. This is <sighs> Dudley. Oh, of course. <laughs> right? Yes. Sick range pants. I see him in a picture w- on his couch with these pants on, and he just took a picture of the pants, and I'm oh, like, "Here we go." There was some like old school camo that I've been getting back into. Right? Yeah, yeah. I like the old school camo and Duck I'm like, camo, huh, whatever call that. I wonder what Dudley's got up his sleeve because <laughs> I knew it wasn't just a picture of his dog. Like, obviously, you're doing whatever. Right. I'm like, well, that's not Sitco. What's he wearing? You know, next thing you know, I scroll down to the next one. Eva Shockey wearing the same pants, shooting a bow. Yeah. And it's like, get your limited edition Traeger pants. 
<laughs> I'm like, so of course no. I did. <laughs> so I ordered two pair. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be here tomorrow. You'll see them. No. Yeah, but seriously. So, no. <laughs> um. That's that's ridiculous. But it's just like a th- that thing and that thing and that thing and that thing. Yeah, it's nuts, man. I'm like, I gotta get off of here. I gotta get off. You gotta. But get off. I'm trying to simultaneously start a company that's buying and new stuff and reviewing it. So you have to be on it for what you're trying to do. So one of my goals is less scrolling. Mm-hmm. Just post. Post and ghost. Post and ghost, son. <laughs> That's what Joe Rogan says. <laughs> Post and ghost. Post and, there's no reason that, that no. That, that's, a, that's a healthy way to use that's social media. Exactly. Exactly. I think. The perfect way to use it. That's, and I'll get on there, and if you know people are messaging me back, interact with them. But Yeah, exactly. You there's, got, there's no need to scroll, and it's like, trigger pants, butt cheeks, <laughs> uh, you know, running video, ab video, it's, butt cheeks. <laughs> Someone shoots a giant buck. Giant buck. Elk. Yeah. Someone's got a new bow. Knife. Yeah. It, it, it goes on forever. It's endless. Dude, it's... But a, if it's, you don't... It, like... I made an Instagram video, ironically, the other day when I was running. I was running 75 hard, second workout of the day. Yeah. Frigid cold. Yeah, it's been cold. Got, got outside, pitch black. Yeah. I'm like, okay... I walked yesterday. I can't walk again two days in a row. I'm going to run six miles. Yeah. I come around the corner on Stump Road. Freezing, mind you. This mm-hmm. is, I'm two miles in. The moon is coming up over the mountains. Nice. Big, like, orange harvest moon. And and it's lighting up the cornfield, and then it's lighting up this Mennonite school. Yeah. That, you know... Mennonite school hasn't changed in 50 years yeah yeah I know exactly which one you're talking about and I made this video about all the stuff going on in the world if the whole world would just do this move right here mm, look up and I mean this is audio right but like if you just take your chin and lift it up and look at the world that's going on around you yeah instead of looking at the world that's going on in your screen yeah in other people's lives I, you know it's so insane just dude. lift your head up and look at so facebook is selling real estate inside the metaverse that isn't real <laughs> that's real and people are paying ridiculous money it's like these nfts You're right right they're yeah. selling real estate that's not real and that's, people are paying money for it. My dad's talking about having to deal with it with taxes. Oh my like goodness. Like it's an asset. That's but you own but you own property in the metaverse that's not real. I don't even understand that. Dude. I don't either. <laughs> it's like a wormhole vortex thing. Yeah. But I'm just thinking to myself I, I you know, I'm maxed. I probably have 100 years max. Like if yeah. I if I, you know, right. live perfectly. Right. I'm not going to spend it on this shit. Well, what's so crazy is... Arguing with somebody about... <laughs> Metaverse. Trigger <laughs> pants. Trigger... 
You know what I mean? Oh my so goodness. I just had like a, an out of body experience Epiphany. just looking at this moon. Yeah. Sucking in this ice cold air into mm. my lungs. I'm like, I feel so alive right now. That's awesome. And dude. people who are just stuck on their couch on their stupid phone buying metaverse real estate and NFTs about Joe Rogan's, you know, ass what or something. What are you doing? What are you doing? Man. Get up and live a little bit and go like run in the cold and see moon rises and and shoot elk in grizzly bear country and you know what i mean amen i do i do know what you mean it's even gotten so ridiculous like watch a sporting event or watch anything like live like everybody is filming oh golf's that way golf every shot like you look at the people around the green they all have their phone out what are you doing with that? What are you doing with that? You'll never go back and watch that. Look, I just TikToked. <laughs> like, I'm this close to Tiger. Well, yeah. How about lift up your head and, and, and see Tiger? Take it in. And see Tiger. And see Tiger. You're looking through your phone videos. Like, why? You're never going to see. I don't get it. Through the video you took of Tiger, you, you can't get the memory of sitting there and no. like listening to the sound and watching the ball take off no or if you're at a hockey game what you're you, you're 100 right yeah what are you doing just watch what it what are you doing bud what are you or doing? the people at concerts who are recording it on their phone <laughs> what are you gonna do with that you can't even understand what they're saying right like what song is that who is that right yeah i don't i don't no get one it, cares man. nobody cares what are you gonna do with that <laughs> nobody cares but then the thing is people will see that and go, oh man, man! I wish I was. I wish I could do something like that. You can just go do it. <laughs> just go do it. Oh my goodness! Man. And keep your phone in your pocket. There's a lot of things that are great about technology and what you know where we're going and all this stuff. But man, my wife Emily and I we talk about this all the time. Like, here's what I always tell her: like, I want to. I want to have like the 1980s. Like, we make a point to like have dinner together every night that we can you yeah, know sometimes you know but like when we sit down at that dinner table the tv is not allowed on you're not allowed having your phone nothing and i was yeah. like i want to live like it's the 1980s again like, we do the same thing yeah like you're not allowed on your phone at the dinner table like put it away do whatever like no tv no, no. we're just gonna sit and have dinner we're gonna talk about our day mm -hmm. like every night that's what we do that's good man if people more of that more of that more of that less of every less More of traeger pants yeah that's so ridiculous i saw sitka had their range pants on sale the other day i'm like oh wow they must have been they're a, terrible yeah it must have been a good seller <laughs> they've been out for 12 months and you're already discounting them yeah that idea that's okay bad ideas happen it was, it was a bad idea and i'm not dog i still think sitka gear is the best out there so don't get me it is don't get me wrong right. they're they're not the range pants are not no the best range, out there yeah Dudley. Don't buy Carhartts either, but get some Origins. <laughs> the love-hate with Dudley, man. That that dude is amazing, and, like, he puts out so much free knowledge. I had another uh, buddy text me. I don't know how Dudley's name even came up. Oh, it was about Under Armour. He yeah. didn't know that Dudley used to run Under Armour. And oh, I yeah. said, yeah, he did till Sitco offered him more money. <laughs> he goes, man, I'm so back and forth on Dudley. <laughs> and I said, yeah, me too. And he goes, he had a good line. He goes, I'm a closet Remy Warren fan. <laughs> and I was like, closet Remy Warren? Why are you a closet Remy Warren fan? And he said, uh, he goes, I just like humble killers. 
I'm like that's a really good way to put it. Yeah, Remy's a humble killer. A humble killer. It's like we talked about like the the best hunters in the world you don't even know about. Right. Like you don't even know. There's some dude like right now that's stacked more bucks than you can shake a stick at. Right. Never even heard of Instagram. No. You know, don't get me wrong. Dudley is amazing. I mean, he's a world class archer. Killer. Not taking anything away from him. I. And the content he puts out, he's great, but, like, the dude is, like... Maybe my back and forth is jealousy. Could be. Could be. Could be subconscious jealousy. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's... I, I don't know. Traeger coming out with pants. That's ridiculous. That's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever Genius heard marketing. Good for them. There'll be a couple thousand people that buy them. Oh, they're just going to sell some Traeger pants. Yeah. You'll probably have a pair next week. We've you talked mean, about probably. this before. <laughs> what do you mean? Better probably? not be next week. I ordered them two days ago. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> I was on the pre-order list. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about. I can't about... believe they haven't sponsored me yet. <laughs> Traeger, if you're listening, I like your pants. Yeah. <clears throat> Hashtag dialed in. Um, yeah, we talked about that before. You're you're a gearhead. I love gear. Yeah, you're a gearhead, which is. But perfect. I like old gear too. But I like all gear. Yeah. And I think the thing I like about it is I don't know that much about it. I like learning <laughs> stuff about right. it. Oh yeah, I get it. I'm coming in. I'm coming into the dialed in gear, gear reviewing space, as as humble, wanting to learn, open mind, more of a student, and learning with the audience as I am. Here's how this works. That's a great way to do it. I feel. Like, you want to come across as, like, genuine in what you're doing. I want people to come see it to get the knowledge. Yeah. But I also am doing my research and learning things about the different pieces of gear as I go along. Right. Right. That's perfect, man. That's perfect. I'm excited to see where it goes for you. It'll be, uh, it might never turn into nothing. It might be a hobby. It, who knows, dude? It's it's like Maybe we were talking about. Maybe they'll be sending me Traeger pants someday. They, it wouldn't surprise me. It's like we we were talking earlier. It's just taking that first step. Yeah, for you, sure. You know, just get started. You know, do what, something. Whatever you're doing in 2022, yeah. stop thinking about it. Stop waiting for the perfect moment because the perfect moment's not going to come. And do it. Stop looking at other people's TikToks. Yeah. Just pick your head up and go do it if you want to do it. Amen, man. You know? Well, that's a perfect, uh, I mean... That's a great way to just kind of wrap this thing up. It's January. It's going to be, you know, February. Dude, we're like 95, 90 days from turkey season, which is basically... I'm going to get one this year. I hope so. I like how we just go off on these tangents on these podcasts. Yeah, and then we bring it back. There's there's (laughs) never, like, any real structure to it. Maybe if we have a guest someday. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have some structure to it, but you never know where they're going to lead. Never know. Well, there's some. You That's know, the beauty of it. Yeah, we're kind of like a Joe Biden press conference. Right. You just kind of just kind of wing it. Stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> can you believe that? Can you believe that's the president? I of the can United now. States? Yeah, I mean, it's not that hard to believe, I guess, anymore. I can now. That guy's unbelievable. Man. Yeah. That is unbelievable. Let's not end with that. No. I. I don't want to end with no. Negativity. They could have put anybody up there in the world because they hated Trump so bad that you could have run pretty much anybody. Pretty much. And won mm-hmm. because there's so many people who hated Trump, and that's what they run. I don't get it. I mean, I don't want to get into this conversation, but that's you're not meant to get it. No, it's I'll I'll never get it. It's it's beyond me. That's crazy. But yeah, 
Anyway, I'm looking forward. Tumultuous times. Yeah. Keep your head out of your keep, phone. Keep Unless your head you're watching up. a Down and Gear video or listen to our podcast. <laughs> then technology's good. Then bury yourself in yeah. <laughs> But I'm looking forward to February is always kind of a tough month. I feel like just there's not much going on. But, dude, then March hits. I mean, February is a good month to get your ducks in a row. Get your ducks in a row. I'm going to be starting build turkey calls in February. Start, you know, running calls, practicing. You know me. I'm already Don't like. Don't waste time in February. Yeah, getting getting it. Trying to. I want to get the farmer over here. Talk to him about crops I want to plant. Lay out what I want to do that way with getting food in the ground. You know, as soon as I can. For so, man, it's whitetail thing the whole thing's 365 days a year oh really. absolutely you know what i mean it's it's right around the corner but I, i'm focused on turkeys right my brain like january hits and i'm like okay i love deer hunting but i'm i'm turkeys now so i'm looking forward to getting out and you know another dude another six six weeks turkeys will be gobbling so middle of march you know what i let's mean let's go let's go i'm i'm looking forward to that hopefully we'll get out and hunt some turkeys together and kind of I don't need to redeem myself from last year, but hopefully you can redeem yourself from that excursion that you hear on episode 20. But should be a good spring, man. Absolutely. It's yeah. going to be a good year. So that's all I got. You got anything? I think we've said all that I'm going to say. Yeah. We did make one goal as the podcast team to do this once a month. Mm-hmm. So hopefully have a little bit more content coming, coming out a little bit more regularly and Go from there, man. Appreciate you. Stay consistent. Get after it. Mountains to bayous. Out.